There were comers and there were goers, but Martin Truex held on to his lead in the closing laps to break his 54 race losing streak, proving that like us, he's here for the speed. everybody welcome my name is dj i'm with here for the speed it is great to be with you guys on this monday instead of sunday and i am joined by hi my name is jake i'm with hey matt over here local brad hislowski fan yeah you actually had a good week uh yeah it was pretty good yeah i think we started where we finished it was pretty much the same. <laughs> so. I mean, that could be worse. And we have someone <laughs> special with us today. We actually have our buddy Lewis with us joining us on the podcast Man, for the first time. Happy to be here. Finally. I know, right? We've been saying like we're going to get you on the podcast one of these days. Damn, and I, I tune in and listen every week. You know, I'm lo- I'm active in the chat. <laughs> what, you know, when you hear you're running around with your shirt off because <laughs> Kyle Bush won Talladega. Hey, <laughs> I was getting a lot of trash talk last week from everybody. So now everybody good... can put a face to the voice. Hey. <laughs> or a, vo- a face uh, to the voice, a voice to the face. Whatever. Technically. Same difference. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's the same. Yeah, well, whatever. <laughs> we're racing on Monday. Everything's back. Listen, like... we don't have a clue. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so that's super cool. So we got a, a, a little interesting group today. So what do we think? Did everyone actually get a chance to watch the race a little bit? Oh, yeah. I think we all kind of had different ways of watching it. It's kind of funny. I made sure to save all my paperwork that I could do in my office to after <laughs> lunch. <laughs> Try to so cram it all in. Went and did all my walking around the job site and then went and sat down in my office and didn't leave and yeah. locked the door. <laughs> Don't do not, talk to me. Do not bother me. I'm in meetings for the rest of the day. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. So uh, what'd you guys think? What'd you guys think of the race overall? You know, what are we thinking? Good, bad? Eh. What, what, was, what was our thoughts? I, I thought it was pretty good. Um, I, I know we're going to talk about it a little bit later. Uh, I think if you get a tire that kind of falls off, like what Denny Hamlin's been talking about and what, I guess, you know, NASCAR and Goodyear and the teams have all been kind of having discussions about, hopefully that's, uh, you know, maybe a month or so out from getting that. I know they did a tire test and some other things. So I think if you get that fixed, this race does everything you want. I mean, you had people wrecking just from the card being hard to drive. Uh, the tires, you could tell some teams were really aggressive on the setup and would burn their tires up way faster than other teams on long runs. Um, it wasn't really like tire fall off. It was more like it just fell apart, um, which, I mean, not necessarily a bad thing because he went from being fast to really slow, a lot of passing. So I thought it was pretty good, minus yeah. some real true tire fall off. Yeah. Lewis, what did you think? Man, I, I enjoyed it a, uh, a lot. I mean, going from, you know, working and, and tuning in and, having it playing in the laptop in the in the background or whatnot. Um, I felt like there was a lot of changes, you know, in the beginning. A lot of people were driving hard straight out the gate. Yeah. You know, so um, a very enjoyable race, I will say. Yeah. Matt, what do you think? Man, so to start off, this weekend has been hell for me. <laughs> <laughs> I have been sick, so if my voice sounds bad, it is 100%. You still sound better than Jake last week. Yeah. Facts. This is some kind <laughs> of virus or something yeah. going on. But, I mean, I was able to hang out and watch watch the race at home. Um, I thought it turned out it was a fine race. I mean, there was it, it's the same gripes that I've kind of been having for the last few of the standard tracks where mm-hmm. it's just hard to pass and i thought you could see that clearly in this one yeah you know kind of going back to what jake was saying the tire fall off there's <laughs> there should be a bigger gamble between two tires and four tires at the end of the race 
with Especially eight laps with to go. what, six six laps to go, right? It was like yeah, eight, six or eight. Yeah, it was right yeah, we'll, there. We'll kind of get into that more too. So yeah, it's a but th- but definitely I agree with you. All there. in all, I thought it was a good race. Um definitely brought a lot of good cars to the track. I felt um, like the passing was really good outside of like the top five, which I mean the top five shouldn't be able to necessarily pass each other super easy. I mean they're the top five towards the later stages of the race should for a be reason, the, you know? the top yeah they should be the top teams yeah i thought it was good um there was there was a lot going on there i mean through the whole race it felt like there was never there was teams that i think you could say were strong the entire day but it was i never felt like through the whole race it was like obviously one car that was dominant you know, for a while, it looked like Byron was going to be dominant. Then it looked like, oh, you know, Chastain, man, he's super fast. And then all of a sudden, Martin Truex comes out. And so there was a lot of movement. Uh, Hamlin was super fast at one point. So you had a lot of drivers. Um, Ryan Blaney was up there the, the whole day. Track posi- track position was key. Yeah. It was make it or break it. Yeah, I think that's where you see, saw there was a lot of stuff that happened on pit road. And I think that's where a, a lot of teams kind of fell apart today. You know it's oh. crazy? Uh, the way William Byron would take off on a restart. Oh, he was gone. That was like, well, uh, hey, 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 what kind of, what kind of, two point five? What, <laughs> what gear you got in there, man? Something in between, like two, like so it was at crazy the be- fast. so at the beginning when he and Brad were up there, did you guys get a chance to hear yeah. what they were saying? Oh no. So the reason why they he like destroyed Brad Brad on the restarts was he was like, is he in first gear? And they're like, yeah, we checked. He's in first gear. He's like, oh, all right, yeah. I was in second. So he wasn't. It just. I can tell gone. too on that restart where where Byron was on the inside. Did you notice as soon as the restart went, Byron came up right up against Brad, and that's because you could see Brad had wheel input in the wheel. He had the wheel turned, and and uh, Byron had kind of got down in the restart zone, and right when he went, he was driving straight, so he had no wheel input. So oh, he just okay. plus the first gear and yeah, just gone. Homie was gone, and then after that. Everybody on the front row started doing that same thing where they would come down like yep. a half a lane and then launch straight and then turn. Yeah. Oh, I didn't I didn't catch that. I didn't catch that either, but that's pretty Again, I said awesome. I was doing paperwork, but it wasn't much paperwork going on. <laughs> <laughs> that's the one time I didn't mind Fox commercials. I was already like doing my doing oh. my stuff. <laughs> oh, okay. So you actually don't mind them now. Today. <laughs> if I'm sitting on the couch not doing nothing, like that's different. So you're okay with it as long as you know you're at work. Yes. <laughs> It's good on a Monday, not Unless on a Sunday. Unless it's a super speedway, because I'm going to take that day as a sick day and be home and watch that race. <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right. So uh, some other things that uh, happened. Uh, so, yeah, we t- talked about the tire thing. So I didn't. I was really surprised. Uh, Chastain took taking four tires. Didn't seem to help him a whole lot compared to Martin taking two. Yeah. I think that this was is weird. where you got to. I mean, the beginning, like, when, like the first maybe lap or two, you could see Chastain was definitely going to catch him. And then hit, I think it was Truex and Blaney were together, and he couldn't get around him. And then at that point, Truex, or Truex just ran away with it. Yeah. And he couldn't keep up with him. I think you're getting into a situation where when you're kind of single file and you're not coming up on a two wide in front of you, um, and you can race the lane you want. Because, you know, when you're too wide, you can't come across the wall or come up from the wall apex the center of the apron and back out right Right. so if you're too wide you're going to run a slower corner that's just physics right but then the other part of that is um it when you're single file the tire fall off from old tires has to be a greater impact than the arrow and that's what was holding ross chastain from catching Mm -hmm. because he would get close and then you would see he would get arrow tight and the nose would shoot up and he'd have to kind of regather himself and he did that like three times 
So he kept getting close, and then he would lose a nose. And then before they even took tires, Ross was faster than Truex, and the same thing was happening along with, like, some other people getting in the way. <laughs> yeah, there was uh, a lot of that happening. Um, yeah, so I, I don't know. I just thought it was kind of weird because I expected, you know, okay, he'll hold them off for maybe a couple laps. I think we came back to green with six six or seven laps, Something somewhere like, like that. that. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, he'll hold them down, but on the last, like, two or three laps, he's going to be right on his bumper ready to run him over. And he, he, he wasn't there at all. No, he and couldn't get there. I would have expected on a short run, especially like that, I would have thought maybe they would have like, okay, drop the pressures down. You only got to make it for seven laps. Let's burn. Let's use up every bit of tire we got. Mm-hmm. Didn't I, really I'm happen. sure that's what they did. It's just, you know, the the cars are super aero sensitive. I was actually listening to another podcast, and they're talking about even dirt racing now, mm-hmm. like the like the outlaw sprint cars and super late models. Yeah, like they're, it's the same thing. Really, they're, they're getting aero tight now because. The, all the things that people have learned from NASCAR era wise is trickling down. So you, you're seeing the same thing over there. Hmm. Makes sense, I guess. So, yes. And then the other thing that blew my mind with this race was the fact that there were, at the end of the race, there was only 12 drivers on the lead lap. Yeah. That yeah. was yeah. weird. At one point, I think it was down to like six, uh, seven, six or seven or something like that. And then obviously on the last caution, a bunch of drivers took the wave around, got back on the lead lap just to have a chance at doing something. But yeah, only twelve drivers finishing on the lead lap. That's not something we have happen very often. Wow. Yeah, uh, I thought you were going to keep going. Yeah. No, that was the end of my comment. <laughs> Jeez, I got to uh, have a flag for when you guys got to go or something. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, I I agree. Um, I don't know. Like sometimes, depending on the race, like that that could be, um, like that could be a bad thing. But like this race, I felt like even if you were a lap down, the race between the lap down guys was really good. Yeah, and there's a lot of passing, a lot of you know, a lot of a lot of good racing back there. So it, it, it wasn't as like you know, offensive per se or whatever. Yeah, you know, didn't didn't bother me that much. Makes sense. I yeah. wasn't I wasn't a big fan of it. I don't like when there's multiple. How do I want to say this? When there's over half the field that's a lap down or two laps down or three laps down, I don't think it makes a lot of sense because it doesn't add a sense of like variety to the winner. Like people were two laps down, you're done. There's yeah. I mean, you could still race and still finish the race, but you're not going to be competing for the win. You know, even the one lap down guys, like you got 10 laps to run. How many more times do you think you're going to get that lucky dog, lucky dog, lucky? You're like, you're not going to do it. Yeah. I don't know why I mean, it's some, one of those some things scenario that, maybe, but, but yeah, not, not really not half the field or something. It's one of those things like it's it must just be the Martin Truex show because every time he wins a race, always he always ends up dominating. <laughs> well, but, but this wasn't dom- this wasn't field. dominating. Though. No, he didn't dominate the but, whole race, but but he spanked I, I, a yeah, lot I, of drivers. I think, you know, That's true. I I agree with you to a certain extent, but then I kind of disagree too. Yeah, like, am I, I seeing do, it wrong? Because well, I agree with Denny Hamlin. If the parity is too great and nobody can, everybody's a similar speed to where they don't go a lap down, you don't see any passing. None. And so today we saw a lot of passing and, and lap traffic helps create aero situations for somebody else to make a pass. So I think it helps to a certain extent or prevent them from passing. Yeah. Correct. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that. <laughs> but um, like looking at like the top 10, any one of those guys in the top 10 at some point in the race was pretty fast and, and was, you know, maybe a favorite to look at winning. I mean, William Byron, Blaney in the beginning, mm-hmm. Kislowski had time up front. Chastain, 
uh, obviously Truex, uh, Bell was up there in the top five. Uh, I mean, actually, Gibbs had a great day overall at the end of the day. Uh, they didn't score many. Uh, obviously, I don't think they scored any stage wins, uh, right? No, well, wins, no. Yeah. Who won the second stage? Byron got the first. Byron. Oh, Chastain. Chastain. Yeah. yeah, so, but look who look what team finished really strong. You know, Hendricks was the hand down, hands oh, down favorite coming in, but, you know, I mean, Joe Gibbs looked great at the end, not just because they Honestly, won, but Toyota, I think they finished all in the top six, right? I think, so. and Toyota looks pretty strong yeah. in general. I think the only one that was outside the top 10 may have been Bubba. I think and 2311 I, he, was, he made was it up they to were the 12th off. spot, too. Was it 12th? Yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, even Tyler was doing okay. I mean, he wasn't setting the world on fire, but, I mean, he was definitely better than the majority. But, but like we said, like, there was a lot of movement in the back, but once you got closer to that top 10, top 12, getting past that six, five spot, there's no, there's no movement. Everybody was kind of playing defense, just securing their place and making sure nothing really kind right. of happens. Yeah. But I mean, if you're in the top five fastest out of 40 guys, I mean, I mean, you're, they're going to be hard to pass. No, yeah. for sure. Yeah. And, and there's also probably some of it too. Like when you get to say, like, if you know, you don't have a car that can win, and you're running in the fifth place, you're just going to probably be content to be like, look, let's just keep it clean, get a fifth place, get a really good solid finish for the day. You know, yeah, we can't quite contend for the, you know, for first, but we don't want to do something trying to get to first and then wreck and mm-hmm. end up in 30th. Yeah. So, you Pull know, there Kyle might Bush be from last week, just run consistent and just wait for something lucky. And then to there happen. was Kyle Bush this week where he was unlucky. Unlucky. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, totally something, you know, speeding on pit road by what was it? Some. Point oh eight of a mile an hour. Yeah, less than a tenth of a mile an hour. Yeah, so I don't I mean, know why that was like really hard to say all of a sudden. I, well, <laughs> we I talked like, about it before, and I was like, uh. <laughs> just like all yeah. of a sudden put him on the spot for it. But no, yeah, I mean like that's just barely speeding gets put in the back. A wreck happens, gets caught up in the wreck, and it just totally derailed his day because I think he was he was his car looked pretty good. I don't know if he was uh, he ran in the lead for 26 laps. I don't know yeah. if he would have ended up winning uh just based on the way everything shook out, but I think top 10. I, he would have easily had a top 10, I think. So I mean, well he had pretty good practice results. Him, like him and Austin Dillon were on different sides of the world mm. for some reason. I mean, Austin Dillon wrecked in practice and wasn't fast really before that. And then yeah. I don't man, that backup car they had was dude, that thing was junk. Yeah. I mean, he ran like last half the race. Yeah, it was like bad. <laughs> 30th down. I mean, just it was. Take that know. one and, and just get rid of that, that backup car. Yeah, that thing was. So, horrible. but so, something else that happened in this race was Josh Berry, right? So, Josh Berry, first time he's subbing in in the 48 car and he finishes 10th. So, Josh Berry is, despite having kind of a rocky start his first few weeks subbing in for Chase, he's been pretty consistently showing that. He might, I think he's going to be a, the next big driver you see move up to Cup. Yeah, I think there's there's definitely a chance we see him go to Cup next year. I, I got a feeling like SHR. Um, there, the there's no way. I mean, look how good he's running. But, but yeah. I have a question to that. Is that him being talented or that like that team being? Yes. You know what I'm I saying? Think it's both. It's, I think both. it's both. Yeah. So both. Chase Elliott said on the on the pre race. He said, "Well, there was a conversation that was had between Chase Elliott and Josh Berry, and jo- Chase Elliott had told Josh Berry that this track races the most similar to the Xfinity car and the Cup car. Mm. Like this is the most similar. <clears throat> so, I mean, with taking taking that into consideration, I mean, where did he start? He started in the twenties. 
Yeah. Yeah. Oh, dude, he, was, he, he gained yeah. like six, seven spots in the first 20 laps. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Man. I don't put that all on the car. Flying, no, not all of it. Flying through that. Track. And I mean, granted, we know the 48 is good here. I mean, Jimmy True. and then obviously Bowman's been really good here, too. This is but. one of Bowman's best tracks. Yeah. So, I mean, like, you know that car is, is This is good. also one of Josh Berry's best tracks. It is. I, I read a stat. I didn't <clears> check it myself, but it said he's finished. Second or better in every Xfinity race he's raced at Dover. Yes, wow. I did That's hear that. That's nasty. One. Second or better at every race That's at Dover. That's talent that answers the question. Yeah, yeah. So I think, yeah, I think uh, the thing is, is it's kind of weird, and I don't. I mean, yeah, I think he's gonna be the the most logical person for. I think SHR. Um, I I don't know if you see him go into the four card. They they haven't announced who's going into the, the four, no. have they? And we don't know what's happening with Eric Amarola, so they could be potentially filling two seats. I could. I don't know if they. I don't know. If, I don't know if they throw him in the four car or if they put him in the ten. I could see him going at the ten. Man, what is what who's going to go to the four? Hmm. Who would you get? You know, you got Daddy's money with Cole Custer, Frankie Munoz. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, bring him to cup. I'd, I'd be all about that, but no, um, no. I, I don't think Cole Custer. I don't think he's proven himself yet. I mean, he went back to. He had that one really good year in Xfinity. They bumped him up and. And even he got one. What where did he win at? He won one cup race. It was like oh, I don't Ohio remember Ohio or something like that. It was a weird one. Yeah, it wasn't. It know. wasn't a big like marquee event or anything. Yeah, but, but I mean, and got, that's what you know, whatever there. But like, it was I mean, like Iowa or Ohio or it was a weird I, looking. I, but track. we saw the same results from uh, Chase Briscoe. He won at Phoenix early in the year. However, and then they were just gone the rest of the year. I will say this year Chase Briscoe's been kind of doing pretty good and then Chase Briscoe at the end of last year was really really solid if you remember wasn't he the driver that like every single cutoff he was always he would always advance he'd always advance just by making some good decisions so I think Briscoe's starting to kind of maybe find his groove a little bit better the last three races I think he's finished in the top ten, he's finished in the top 10 maybe even the top five in the last few races so yeah I think SHR is just off and you have Rodney Childers, who's like he's he's one of those talents that's pretty rare. Yeah, that's super super good. And you can see if SHR is running twentieth, he can get Kevin Harvick the tenth. Yeah, and and that's also a mixture of Kevin Harvick's ability too, right? But uh, they're they're just they're way off. They got to figure something out. Like Penske, this is one of Penske's worst tracks. We you saw, saw that. like with Logano and Cindric. Like they don't even know I don't, they were. Racing something completely different. Yeah, and then the, then there was Blaney, who was like really good and consistent all day long too. Right, mm -hmm. but SHR doesn't have those days where, you know, short tracks or road courses. Oh, SHR is going to show up. Like they're just mid. They're just all year. I feel like they're just surviving tracks. at this point. And every once in a while, one of them will show up in the top ten, top five. Yeah, I, I don't know. I think so. I got a I got a big conspiracy on it. Right. All right. Let's go. I'm here for conspiracy. I hear the conspiracy. Let's go. Here for the conspiracy. Let's, so you know that's, how our, that's our conspiracy Tony channel. Tony <laughs> wanted to get Larson. Tony Stewart wanted to get Kyle Larson. Right. Okay. And you know how that all fell through. Yeah. Well, after that all fell through, Tony really hasn't been that involved in Stewart Haas. He's he kind of went his own way. He's doing He's drag, racing, drag now, right? racing now. Yeah. How involved is Tony Stewart? actually in Stuart Haas racing. I mean, so I watched, he was on Dale Jr.'s podcast. He says he's still pretty, like, really involved. I mean, he could say it, but it's not showing. <laughs> he's still in the TV booth, you know? Oh, yeah. he's yeah. SRX. But that's Fox. SRX. I got mean, SRX going on. He's got his own NASCAR. SRX series. He's But doing he's getting a bunch of NASCAR stuff. guys. That landed a bunch of NASCAR guys. He's playing He's playing a big game. I think Tony yeah. Stewart, is, he's, playing, he's playing chess. Everyone else is playing checkers. <laughs> yeah. He I might mean, be. He's, he's a smart guy. 
So I mean, I'm, I mean, I mean, admittedly, the last couple of years, he's gotten really frustrated with NASCAR and a few things. Mm-hmm. So you know? what? So what's your conspiracy though? What are you? What are you thinking though? Stuart Haas has fallen because Tony Stewart has left. Not okay, left? quote unquote. Left. That's what you're okay. saying. Okay, quote or just unquote. maybe not not put as much effort into research, it. effort, time, all the above. I mean, it's possible he's got his own stuff going on now. He's kind of he's like I'm done with NASCAR. I thought you were going to say Tony was coming back. I wouldn't say he's down. I I don't think you can go that far. I mean, if that's the truth, then he wouldn't have been in the Fox broadcast booth, what, three times this year already? But that's that's Fox. That's not NASCAR. Yeah, but that's still NASCAR. I mean, he's not not Fox on football or something else. He's he's, he's Uncle Tony, so he's got his own, like, image. (laughs) Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? His own character. I think think it's bigger. It's a big conspiracy. We're just waiting to see how it opens. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Hey. I've been right. on a lot of medication the last weekend. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you're speaking pretty openly to not be wearing a tinfoil hat. <laughs> Matt's over here. We're going to bring you that next week. Matt, Matt's going to look like Charlie Day in that one meme where it's just like, I've got this conspiracy figured out. <laughs> I'm just saying, but the patterns it, align. It all started with Harambe. I <laughs> <laughs> go that far back. With Alex Jones. <laughs> yeah, right. I told you, it's happening. <laughs> so, all right, moving on. Uh, <laughs> This is, uh, this is. Uh, hey, so you went there. Yeah, you started it. Hey. It was it was a normal conversation. You're like, I've had lots of medicine this week. <laughs> Let me tell you about a conspiracy I've been thinking about. Uh, so another driver who did really well was Ty Gibbs, right? So are we finally starting to see Ty Gibbs' talent show? Well, Matt Matt's been kind of on that bandwagon a little bit, and I've been the one. That's the baby been, gigs. Well, the that he's kind of kind of showing up, and I've been the one that's been, in like definitely not. But I think yeah, today. That I think was, he's getting really more good. comfortable. He's he's not as kind of falling into his rhythm. I was gonna say like cautious, but it's, it's that confidence. He, conf, there you go. Yeah, confidence. I think he's getting yeah. a lot more confidence in the car. Um, I mean, you got to think about it. He was leaving. He was leaving the Xfinity series as one of the top guys. You know, he was champ of champ of champs. It was him yeah. versus all of junior motorsports. Yeah. And now well, he's walking into not one of the top. He was the top. He was champion last year. Right. Yeah. And so. now he's walking into Cup Series and he's low guy on the totem pole. You know. So I think he's getting more used to it and uh he's filling into his role a little bit better. Yeah, that could be. I just I mean, like in the last I think they said the last six races he's had four top fives. Yeah. Like I mean Yeah, no, he's been on a pretty good run. Pretty good run there. And I mean, I think he's he's kind of doing like he's checking all the boxes, like getting good finishes. May not be the flashiest thing, may not be getting wins or stage wins, but you know, he's showing up, he's there at the end of the race, he's taking care of the car, he's avoiding wrecks. Which, he's not making those dumb mistakes. Exactly. And those are things that, you know, like at this, spinning out at this getting point, on the pit road. Yeah. Like or hitting other hitting drivers. Hitting other cars on pit road. On pit road. I mean, Kurt hey, that Bush. was Hendrick. I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> oh, well, I meant it intentionally. Remember that last year in the Xfinity Series when he hit that guy up pit road? That was last year. You can't <laughs> think about last year. Did, was it was it Jones that he did it actually in like the actual Cup Series? He did it with someone. I, I thought remember. it was Jones. Did you see that last year? No, bro. He straight oh. up like a right in the Xfinity someone. race. Uh-huh. He was already like on probation for getting in a fight or something. Like he was already on probation for being wild. Coming down oh, pit road, somebody pulls out. Kind of bumps him a little bit. Not bad. There's a car down here being worked on, an official and team members working, and while they're going down pit road, in rage, he turns left and door slams him and almost runs him into the team. It, this wasn't a love <laughs> tap. This was this was intentional. Yeah, this was straight oh, yeah. like yeah, like, bruh. Do that when you get off of pit road. 
Yeah. No hate. Then, yeah. then you're good. But bro, you can't be doing that on There's Bay no Road. bystanders. Yeah. Like when Suarez was hitting Bowman on Bay Road. Like, oh, bro, yeah, don't, yeah. don't be doing that. But going back no. to that, I mean, Kurt Busch, even himself, like, what, two races ago, was on the cast, like, crying because he kind of knew that, like, that car is kind of, that, that position is getting pulled away from him because Ty Gibbs is just, he's racing. You're thinking about Tyler Reddick. Was it Tyler Reddick? Yeah, yeah. you're thinking two different guys. Because Tyler Reddick won. Mm. Rookie mistake. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. And you call yourself a Reddick fan? Mm. <laughs> Rookie mistake. Well, I don't know. Is he or I can't figure four, out. Four, five, five, four. Yeah. This is what happened. That's close. Nah, baby, yeah. Both Toyotas. Baby Gibbs <laughs> took Kyle Busch's job. <laughs> I will say, I mean, he's running that car pretty good. I mean, I'd he like actually. I want to. <laughs> I want to compare. <laughs> I mean, we ought to look at the comparable stats to see where he is, where Kyle was at this time last year. I can tell Ooh, you, compared yeah, to be, last year, yeah, not the same. Like better or worse? Better. Better. Yeah, yeah, Baby Gibbs is much better this year than Kyle was last year in that same ride. Interesting. No. Kyle Busch. Didn't Kyle Busch win dirt He won. Yeah, I mean, well, that was uh, handed to him. Yeah. About the hey, same way he did with Talladega. Okay. <laughs> I mean, yeah. One I just love slide job. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, the last two wins Kyle Busch has had, both have come after he freaking roasted Bowman for backing into wins. Oh, yeah. I'm just that's karma, bro. <laughs> he needs he needs to make a shirt. Strategic yeah. plan. <laughs> All right, so run uh, third to win races. <laughs> one more thing I want to address before we get into our about it, not about it section. Um, and this was something we were joking about in our text messages, but I wanted to bring it up because I just wanted to see if you what you guys kind of thought on it. Mac, put your tinfoil hat back yeah, on. We need the tinfoil hat. <laughs> I can't even do the sound. <laughs> Insert space sounds. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and that was without medication. All right. So uh, wow. our, our lapped cars that slow down drivers that are in a fight on the lead lap, is that considered race manipulation? So we see in this race, Chastain is chasing down Martin Truex. I believe he was gaining at this point. And Larson, who, if you remember at the beginning or earlier in the race, Basically was in a wreck because of Chastain doing Chastain things. Um, decides to basically do everything he can. Basically pulls a Denny Hamlin on him and decides to block him like crazy. Um, and then basically slows him down by almost a full second. Gets Martin a much bigger lead. Is that race manipulation? I call that karma. <laughs> hear me out. Oh, just shut your mouth, man. Just hear me. Just hear me out. No, go for it. Right. Emotions. They're in these these races. <laughs> he takes out pool. It hits Larson. You don't think he's not going to forget about that? Oh, of course not. Exactly. So, like, from both sides. He said he was sorry. Yeah, okay, <laughs> sure. He could be sorry, but that was his chance to be like, mm, this is I a little bit of payback. <laughs> I'm actually surprised. When I heard that that car was coming back out from the garage, I'm like, oh, God. This is it. <laughs> Flashbacks to Matt Kinsman and Joey Legato. Yeah. like... <laughs> Just like that, just oh, oh, I just, I just have so, the vision of. I'll tell you another funny one. So you, this is before you were watching, Joey Logano wrecks Matt Kenseth in the in the the cutoff race. Matt Kenseth falls out of the playoffs. They get all the way to Martinsville. Joey Logano has to win the race to go to the championship four. He's <laughs> in the lead. On one of the restarts, Brad Keselowski, Joey Logano's then teammate at the time, doors Kenseth, wrecks him, trashes his car. He goes back to the garage because you used to be able to do that back then. That actually might be why they got rid of that rule. 
<laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Why you're not allowed to go back to the garage and fix your car anymore. He goes back to the garage, fixes his car, comes out, runs a handful of laps, gets he's really slow off the pace. His Joey car's Logano, destroyed. Like it's oh, barely yeah, hanging destroyed. together. Joey Logano passes him. Very convenient for Matt Kenseth. His brakes fail <laughs> and just absolutely obliterates Logano going to the corner. Oh, destroys his Causes Logano to miss the championship. And board. that's why that rule was changed. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why the rule was changed. Yeah, so I want to say the damage vehicle policy came on like the next year or so later. I think it did, actually. Yeah, so I, I don't know. I mean, we were just talking about it because, you know, with all this talk about, oh, you're manipulating the race with like Hamlin and all that stuff with wrecking Chastain, you know, is is a car that's not fighting for the lead, not fighting for a position at that point, blocking another driver that is fighting for the lead or fighting for a position. Is that, would that constitute race manipulation? Cause they're manipulating their race. It's, it's hard to put the bias to the side. Right. But I'm trying to, so like part of me is like, like racing etiquette. You should let the race be clean. Let it be straight up and let the leaders race. <clears throat> I'm not so offended by the Larson thing because you got wrecked. Right. Like, yeah, bro, like, like I, I get it. He's going to give you a hard time. Yeah. Yeah. But I will say with the Larson thing, now are we into the territory of Denny Hamlin race manipulation? I mean, Denny Hamlin got penalized when NASCAR gave him his list of penalties. Mm-hmm. It wasn't because he said it on a podcast. It wasn't whatever. The penalty that he got was race manipulation. Intentional. Right. So I just want consistency. You know, I don't want to see Larson penalized. Don't get me wrong. But I don't want to see Denny Hamlin get penalized either. Like, let so, these guys work it out on the track. It, you so know. From but what, what, let me finish real quick. But I will say, I don't, I don't think I really like the Joe Gibbs teammates and the Toyotas blocking. That's what I was going to bring up. I'm not really. It a big wasn't fan of that. just Larson. No, it <laughs> yeah. was all a lot of the Toyotas. Larson started, which okay, you got a chip on your shoulder. He comes back, and then Bubba blocks him, and then was Ty- it Bubba? Or was it? It was Reddick and Bell, right? I think it was Reddick. It might have been Reddick. No, and Bell. it wasn't Bell. It was. I remember Reddick. Ty Gibbs for sure. Okay. Oh, maybe it was Ty and Reddick. I mean, a black monster car. I mean, like you said, 54, 45, whatever. It was at least two other Toyotas came down and blocked him to the point where he was on them, hitting their bumper, trying to get around them. Yeah. And at that point, where where does the gray line stop? Where is the black and white? Either it's race manipulation, excuse me, either it's race manipulation or it's not. What are we doing? At the same time, what I've heard it argued as. We're still racing 100% for the overall gain of the team. Yeah. But okay. Of the organization. Look look at last last year. Cole Custer and um uh Priest. Was it Priest? Which one? On um, the at the Roval. The yeah. cutoff. Yep. Got penalized. He was penalized. The, f- the first same team and, and that was time. to the benefit of the team. But then at the same time uh, Chase Elliott, Kevin Harvick. Yeah, that's what I was just Chase Elliott not penalized. It, it well, was cuz it's Chase Elliott. No. That's why that should just shouldn't be a penalty. If it's egregious, okay, it's a penalty. I mean, if it's not, leave it alone. Three people, if not four people, tried to block Chastain from getting to Martin Truex. That sounds egregious. It's not just one guy. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, that's that's where I'm like. You got team orders at that point. Maybe people are just over it. Well, that. Over over it or over him? Over him. No, you can't be over it, man. Is that a manufacturer like call? Or oh is yeah, that, that, like, that oh, that's a Toyota. Toyota's going to win your this guy. Race. Every most manufacturers going to do that. Not not manufacturers, but teams. But you know, twenty three eleven and Joe Gibbs are basically, so closely aligned. They're almost the one team. Toyota only has like six cars, so they're you know very tightly knit. All right, I'm going to put my tinfoil hat on. I'm here for you, Matt. You ready? All <laughs> I right. knew it was a tinfoil hat when I saw the eight. Ooh, <laughs> that hurt. That hurt. <laughs> 
All right, Martin Truex, brother wins. It's home course. NASCAR stepping <laughs> Here we in. Go. <laughs> NASCAR stepping in, telling Toyota to block Ross. So now there's it, no way. Narrative to the top. Narratives. <laughs> how how are you gonna how how are you not gonna hear that on the scanners or something? We we, we listen to the drivers. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Maybe they get a message on the dash. That's, That's why, why they blurred out. out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, uh, I just have this little vision of just like a little bubble comes up, this little blue like text message like, thing. <laughs> just like, hey, stop Ross. <laughs> Apple services. Yeah. <laughs> if it's a green bubble, you just ignore it. Oh. Yeah. Uh, thanks, guys. All right. I guess I'm the it's only blue. one. Now. We got to do it. Oh, God. <laughs> all right. Well, that uh, I guess that's all we have to say about the race then. Um, so that makes us move on to our next section. This is the I'm about it or I'm not about it section. So for those of you that are just tuning in and haven't heard this before, this is where I will bring up a topic and then we will say whether we are about it or we're not about it. So the first one, Ross Chastain making another aggressive move, causing the 15 and the five cars to wreck and destroy Larson's day when he was proving to be one of the fastest cars. Matt, I'm going to go to you first. I'm about it. Wreck them all. <laughs> wreck them all. Put him in the wall. <laughs> Spoken like a guy the who tour plays. rolls on. The tour like, keeps going. Wait, hey, by the way, we need to order a twenty three flag. Oh, when well, you mean I gotta make one? Yeah, we we get we get we had a twenty twenty two flag. Now we need a twenty twenty three. Should I just bubba. like spray don't, paint? Don't give a tour. Don't give an F tour. Should yeah. we make it? Don't give an S tour, and then we like you know make it like the new one. No, just F no, tour no. part two. <laughs> All don't right, don't so ruin a good thing. Back to the question. <laughs> anyway, I'm about it. I figure Chastain. It, he's playing a different game. He's playing. He used the pawn to take out a king. And it makes total sense. Because. Hold on. Do you know how to play chess? Yeah. He's, he's still. Well, no, 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 no. Do you really know how to play chess? I, that carries a lot of weight because Larson was so fast. He was. Hey, man. He just. He, he hit him. <laughs> slowed down. He went right back up. Took out a king. He was good to go. Took no damage. No damage. I'm telling you, this guy, he, he's 180 IQ. All day. Talk about playing chess and checkers. Yeah. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I would, I've, I, you know, mm, that was such a good analogy. <laughs> That's good. I love it. Lewis, what do you think? I, I'm not about it. Like, really? I, I, it hurts because I'm a Florida boy. I love the magic. I like the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I like Ross. He's a Florida boy. But like, it's, sta- it's stage one. And like I'm just saying, space. he probably still root for the Magic when they get a personal foul too. Uh, you know, I you're do. right. I do. But like, I'm with you, Lewis. It's okay. There, there was there was space to go around. Like you you chose the wrong line. You were on top. You thought the bottom was. You thought he, Brennan Poole was gonna go. He didn't. And you could have gone back up, but you chose to tap him into the corner. As Nate would say, "Get him out of here! <laughs> get him out of here!" <laughs> yeah, he's no, in the I'm way. Just, I'm just not about it. That's sad. So okay. I, I'm I'm. I'm very much about it. And <laughs> this is the reason. The Rick Ware racing cars are the literal moving chicanes of NASCAR. Yeah, the worst. Every race, every every race we have moving chicanes, right? And it's typically the Rick Ware cars. I would say the BJ McLeod car. When did you ever see that car in a way? Never. I forget he's even out there sometimes. And he's well, he's respected <laughs> in the garage because he knows how to race and not be in the way. But I will say you are supposed to go around the chicanes, not through them, but 
I'm well, still about it. I, I don't know. There's been some races recently. Maybe they'll learn. There's been Get some, out the way, bro. There's been some turtles go, recently that if, would disagree with the going through versus going around thing. If so. you ever see Rosh Chastain behind you, you better just get out of the way. Dude, I, 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 that's, I'm telling that's, you. That's what Earnhardt would do. That's, honestly, I'm, I'm wearing my you, three hat right now because of that. I'm telling get you right now, if, uh, if we're driving down in Plant City or down where he's from and I see his car come up behind me, Dude, I'm pulling off the road. I'm getting out of the car. I'm just Putting getting all my hazards out. On. I'm if getting out of the way. Front uh, license plate and it has a one on it. I'm moving. I'm out. I'm, I'm out. Moving. I'm out, bro. Uh, no. So for me, I'm totally about it because I mean, you you gotta be. You, I'm just. I'm just. Out I would say NASCAR Twitter does not sinking. agree with us whatsoever. No, of course not. No, but see, okay, so because they want to refine sport, we're not about refined sports. This anymore. is this is NASCAR. Come on, y'all. Just like, own it. That, they, they my think thing is refined. that. Own yeah, it or not. I'm, own re- I'm ready for him to just go all speed racing and start dropping watermelons out the back, take people out, bro. <laughs> like Mario bananas. <laughs> oh, y'all. Did you guys see in the broadcast they had like a Ross Chastain commercial? The thanks Ross. The thanks Ross yes. commercial. I I didn't get a chance to like really watch it, but I was like catching glimpses of. It was hilarious. I don't know, man. I love a guy that's just there, just to. Re- he he only cares about him and his team. Even sometimes don't, he don't even care about his teammates. He doesn't care about his teammates. <laughs> no, his well, he cares his one about teammate. Him. Yeah, I I love it. He's there just to get the win. It. We, this this thing. is a own callback it. to old NASCAR, like Daryl Waltrip. They called him Jaws, man, because he was ruthless. He's Dale Earnhardt, the Intimidator, he is a, what just is run it? you over. What's it called? He's a trophy hunter. He just wants the trophy. He wants to win. Yeah, I, I do agree with you. I want to see him own it, though. Own it. If he well, owns it. Or, or at least come out there with a grin and be like, yeah. I didn't mean to. Like Dale Earnhardt used to do. Bro, so, he was slow. So in his interview, he did address it. One of the first things he said is, hey, man, like I didn't mean to wreck the you know, uh, uh, pool. You know, yeah, but make... nobody believes that apology anymore. No, because he says that at every <laughs> that one. That worked the but first two times. Come out, come out and say, I'm sorry I did that, but he was slow and in the way. Bro, <laughs> I'm in. Yeah. yeah, I'm in. I you can't say nothing. See, but Ross, Ross has got too n- much of a nice guy persona, I think, to do that. I think, man, you, they talk about Joey Logano being like two faced, dude. Bro, Ross, Ross is Chastain much worse. Is he is somebody else when he puts that helmet on, dude? Ross puts that helmet on and he is cutthroat. Like, I think I would have sent right. Larson again. You're gonna throw blocks and be dumb. See you later, bro. <laughs> he, he almost sent he Ty almost, Gibbs. Yeah, he I'm did. Yeah. You, if you saw that, like yeah. when you were watching, Ty Gibbs Bro. was all squirrely down the backstretch. And that's the why thing he that saved right. him was the wall. I think, I think Ross did have the fastest car. The way he kept getting blocked before that final caution and kept catching up. Yeah. But that's the arrow and the tire degradation thing that we're yeah. talking about. But, so, uh, yeah, I mean, like, so, yeah, I think in all in all, I think we're all like we love hard racing at the end of the day. Like, I think that's the part that we do like about it. And, I mean, it wasn't like he was being egregious. He just... Got into the guy a little bit hard, probably with experience, probably should know that, like, you know, Fred, you're going into the corner, probably not the best place to give that guy a tap. But at the same time, it's not like he was, like, intentionally trying to dump the guy to get him out of the way. He was just slower, and he decided to tap him, and he tapped him at the wrong time. And while we're on this, right, we talked about a few weeks ago about will Ryan Blaney ever win again. Bro, he had the perfect chance. Same tire strategy, same everything. But he's not the guy to go up there and door and use a guy up. Like he they, he no. could have dove in there, washed Truex up into the very high lane and yep. took off and had a chance to win the race. But he's not that driver, and he doesn't win. He's not winning right now. So if Penske doesn't come with the all out best car, if he doesn't come with the all out best car, I don't think Ryan wins again. So he's not going to take those risks. Kuzman no. asked us like a month ago, right? Yeah. Will, will he ever? Will he win again? Will he return to form? Yeah, when he either races more aggressive. And gets his elbows out there or comes with the fastest car, that's the next time I'm gonna win. Yeah. 
All right, next topic. Uh, so the outcome clinched a special family sweep for the Truex family. So Ryan Truex securing his first Xfinity Series victory on Saturday's race and obviously Martin Truex securing the win for today. So about it, not about it, family dynasty, new family dynasty maybe? That's a little extreme. But. Uh, yeah, no, it is. <laughs> uh, I'm about it. I like it. Uh, it's pretty cool to see Ryan Truex get the win. Uh, yeah. I loved his post-race comment. He was like, this is for everyone who thought I couldn't do it. <laughs> I was like, I love it. Simple. That's the first thing you got to say when you get out of the race car. For all of you who thought I couldn't do it, this is for you. Now you know I belong. Yeah, I like it. I'm about it. I think it's yeah. just something cool to go into the history books. You know, yep. another pair of brothers that get to <clears throat> celebrate. I know, you know, uh, Truex Sr., uh, he's probably going to be hurting tomorrow morning. Uh, he's gonna be partying with his sons, but I, I liked it. I'm oh like, yeah, that'd be definitely be a party of the Truex household. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, I'm. I'd say I'm. I'm about it. It's cool. It's a cool storyline. Uh, they talked about it all weekend. Like, oh, is it gonna happen? Is it gonna happen? Almost to the point where you put your tinfoil hat back on and be like, Yeah, it's mm, yeah. Truex's That's, last win came on a brother sweep. What? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, what'd you think? I was about it. You know, how could you not be? It, it creates a good storyline. It's great for the sport it's great for the history books i mean it's always going to be known this week in 2023 was the trix family suite yeah that's cool you know i think what's cool about that too is uh i think ryan truex is actually legitimately proving because he's been running really good yeah ran great at talladega i mean i think there's probably a real chance he's going to be a championship threat being in a good car um is he full-time or is he part-time he's full-time i I think think he's full-time yeah he's the only one that's been in the 19 okay I just wanted to make sure. I, I couldn't remember. So if he is, and then he's legitimately playoff eligible, I mean, what if he comes out and wins a championship this year? And You know, okay, he's been racing here you for go, a long brother. time. Oh, that, dude, that'd be crazy. I was waiting for you to finish to say that. Yeah. Bro, I'll tell you, it'd be, he's been racing for a long time. He just hasn't been in top-tier equipment. Mm, nope. Looks like he That's is true. full-time. He was full-time at starting 21, so I would assume he's still full-time. Good, man. My Good for him. Is, I want to know the age difference between Ryan and Martin because they look like they're 20 years apart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know what uh, Mr. Senior's been doing, but. So, Ryan is 31. I don't know how old Truex is. Old. No. Well, <laughs> or uh, Martin th- is 32. No, Martin's 40 something. Is he? I don't know. Look it up. He's not that much. Man. I mean, Doctor Strange over there. Not yeah. really. I mean, if they're not that far apart. 42. So the 11 years. Oh, 11 years. Oh, okay. eh, that's a decent amount. Not 20. But <laughs> it looks like 20. Martin, <laughs> Martin looking old, man. Get wore out. <laughs> Being a NASCAR and having a 54 race uh, losing streak will do that for you. <laughs> yeah, that's t- I think that's a Joe Gibbs problem, though. It could be. Minus it- Christopher Bell. They haven't been great since Denny Hamlin and Harvick went on that tear. Yeah, that was what 20? 20, 20, right? I, I think, think so. I think it's twenty. It might have. I don't remember. So, all right. So, moving on to our last um about it or not about it uh, topic: the current state of tire wear, and specifically tire fall off. So, how do we feel? Are we about the way the tires are working? Are we not about it? Jake, go for it. Uh, I want. I, I'm a. I'm not about it yet, but I, I liked this was definitely better, but this could be just summed up to Dover, you know, being yeah. a concrete track, not a typical asphalt track. It doesn't hold rubber like an asphalt track does. You saw them lay it down during the race. Under caution, they picked it all back up. Yeah. Right. And they would relay and pick it up and relay. So Dover is kind of its own unique thing. Um, I think Bristol is probably somewhat similar, but um, 
with the talks that Denny Hamlin talked about on his podcast, we we talked about it earlier. There's a lot of conversation going on. Goodyear has said they they recognize that you know they're the first thing before horsepower for anything. The easiest thing you could change is tires. Yeah, you know, I mean, you could have all the horsepower you want. You could have everything you want, but if that the only thing that connects a race car to the track is a tire. So if that doesn't work how you need it to, then you know everything else is kind of for naught. Right, and Goodyear had said that they were trying to be very conservative last year, and they've started tire testing this year for something a little more um, likely to fall off and create more. more that wear. would be that would be good, Matt. What do you think? Um, I mean, in all honesty, like with the, I feel like, man, it's hard to say, because I felt like the the rubber was able to get laid down better at this track. I mean, you could see it visibly. Like, after yeah. 10, 15, 20 laps, I mean, it was pretty dark and gray. And then, like you said, during caution laps, they picked it right back up. Um, but agreed. I mean, the passing in the front, it needed more fall off. They needed a lot more to it so that a two-tire versus a four-tire. He can't um, drive away from four tires. No. yeah. You want to hold him to. off? Maybe. But drive away? Block him, you know, you got to do something else, but yeah, you it can't should drive have, away. He should have obviously been right behind him the whole time, right. like ready to run him over, yeah. like so capitalize I've, on a mistake. I feel like with the tire talk, we've kind of beat it, you know, beat it like a dead horse, <laughs> but a lot, yeah, yeah. Just it feels like every week we're kind of talking about the tire and how was the tire this week, and I don't think they're going to change it until next year. So I, I'm I think I think we might see something see. soon, like a, like a month or so. Really? Yeah, there was a tire test at uh, Loudon this week, right? Was it like, this past yeah. week? I believe I so. Oh, well, that's so I, that, that's I know they're trying. I they're, they're trying some, some stuff, or they're about to. And then they even have worst case scenario, the groove tire, which was really interesting in that truck race. Yeah, yeah. You so know? I think, I mean, something's better than nothing. Yeah. You know, yeah. they can't stay I, the I way like, it is. They need to do. They need to do something to give the drivers a little bit more edge. Yeah, yeah. I do Risk like the sensitive reward. tire though. I like a tire that if the team pushes it too hard, you can, you can, you know. Uh, who was it? Um, uh, who was somebody? I forget who it was, but you could tell they're just really aggressive on the setup. And after about 60, 70 laps, I mean, they were done. Mm-hmm. They were done. They had to pit before think, everybody else. I think that was Bubba. I think Bubba it may had have been. there. I think it was Bubba that his when he was pulling on pit road, the cord was just like, yeah. All I want to see. Out of that I want to see a sensitive tire. Yeah. If you push it too far, like last year, the tire was sensitive. And they would go too far in the air pressures, and they are blowing tires. Yeah. Why can't NASCAR do something like Indy does and have two two types of tire? Like they two tried that compounds. at All Star. Yeah, two, two types of compounds: a softer a soft, versus a, a harder, hard. something like that. I think that would be a little bit more interesting. There's there's you know? been talk about that, or even just bringing in going back to when we had like the tire wars with different manufacturers, because then you would be able to say, hey, they may have the long. This tire may be the long run. This it's kind of the similar thing where you have different yeah. compounds, different manufacturers. Might be better at doing different things. I, well, I don't what, know. What does what a two tire do for you right there at the end of the race? A what? A two tire, two tire option. What does that do for you at the end of the race? Gives you a quicker so pit. If you, so if you have a softer tire, everybody takes it. Yeah. Because it's a if you haven't shootout. used it yet. But what's the difference of? Uh, okay, I see what you're saying. Well, it, yeah, maybe you'd have to limit the numbers and figure out, you know, like okay, like because I think in like Indy and Formula One, they do say like okay, you get like two softs you know two hards and two mediums or whatever yeah and you can kind of use it mm-hmm. through the whole formula race. one too yeah that's what For- i said oh sorry they said indy sorry. i said indy and Formula. Oh, okay yeah yeah. yeah yeah so yeah so um i think 
that might be something because then you might be able to say like, okay, for stage one, you know, we're going to run a hard soft and then, you know, do our pit stop here. And then you got to imagine, I mean, there's so much more into it too. I mean, some of the drivers might prefer a different type of tire. Like, Hey, you know, the, the soft tire, I, I really want to run that early and get those out of the way so Maybe. that get I track can run position. The, yeah. Get track position that I'm just going to run the hards and then vice versa. Other drivers, let's just run the hards. And then at the end, let's bet on a, Late race caution will come in. Yeah, get so, the softs and call it good. So they did this with an all star race once, and they had two. They had a hard tire and a soft tire. The only problem was, and this is the problem with NASCAR, which is why I don't think it's going to work. They sim everything to death, so they had never done it before, and everybody came up with the exact same strategy. So I think today that's probably I mean, why that's they true. have yeah. they have like simulation and AI technology that will predict the race based off of prediction models from before. Or, or yeah. statistical data from before, and they have prediction models. Like the same thing, like when Larry Mack's like, oh, you know, the statistical data says the last caution is on 57 laps to go or whatever. You know, they He's have all that data. usually pretty accurate, too. And then they base all their strategies on that. That's why you see everybody coming down almost the exact same time at green flag pit stops. And I I wonder that they would just oversim it too much and everybody would – end up at the same area and it wouldn't make much difference yeah and i think the thing that also makes it tough is with like nascar versus like indy and um with formula one is just we have a lot more pit stops a lot more like in, lot more indy has stops. what one or not indy sorry formula one has like one typically one pit one stop race. race and then i don't know about indy probably one or two at the most maybe depending yeah and on the like track. formula one they don't even fuel they just do tires yeah so, so i mean i mean you're only pitting for tires yeah so, so there's I, only one element of strategy there I think it's hard. So, um, yeah, so for, like, me, for as far as the about it, not about it, I am not about the current state. I think that they definitely need to figure something out. I think maybe the issue is not so much that a tire falls off. I think the issue is the rate at which it falls off. Because yeah. what we saw today was a tire that was, like, okay, and then it, like, you know, slowly fell off. Like, there was a little bit of fall off, but it wasn't much. And then all of a sudden it was, like, Oh my God! The tire is destroying itself. Yeah, it's off a cliff, and it's it, you fell off a cliff. They need yeah. to make that a more gradual, um, you know, thing. Maybe I think that maybe give that's you all the strategy that you want. Yeah, right there. maybe that was maybe that's the point in that tire is because maybe that's a safety thing. Like you don't want it to like gradually get weaker and weaker, and it, all of a sudden yeah. you want it to be like, oh my God, I need to pit now. I, I don't know, but I think that's the the thing is just making that that trajectory just a little you know more smooth as far as it and getting it to the end yeah. of that tire's life it doesn't just fall off a cliff lewis what do you think on this subject i'm a little bit more tbd on it um as a new nascar fan uh, you know i call jake once twice a week is this your first full nascar season yes oh no yes we, got we have another, <laughs> another, <laughs> another. another. Uh, but i but i call jake like once or twice a week or i text him on on Things that going down the rabbit hole on YouTube or, <laughs> you know, NASCAR Twitter or whatever, and, oh, and I just that's a dark ask, place. Oh man, I've been I've been. <laughs> do, you, do you go to Reddit? That's even more fun. Oh, oh Reddit gets wild. <laughs> that's what a tinfoil hats it. are. All right, Reddit Reddit is next. But no, yeah. I, I ask these questions because I'm I'm learning. You know, I I even asked you know not to change the subject, but I asked them about you know the pit crews and how that mm -hmm. works. You know, so as as I learn a little bit more, engage more of an understanding of this sport as a total. Then I could probably, you know, partake in that that subject. But as of right now, I'm gonna lean on the professionals and, and my <laughs> the homies. Professionals. My so homies. You, that, you just that agree now. with us? Yeah, I'm just gonna agree. Perfect. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, I'll, I'll say. I, I just. I'm glad to see. It seems like things. All right. Are if, well, if you agree with us, I'm gonna say something. Suarez is great. Nah, oh! nah, 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 nah
<laughs> that boy, that boy right there. I, just, I see, I see nine nine, and it's just hate, <laughs> hate. For those of you that don't know, so Lewis is a uh, Kyle Bush fan, and Kyle Bush and Suarez have not had. Uh, Bro, we <laughs> we bump into him every other race. Hey, it's like Chastain and Hamlin. Uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I mean the the five hundred Daytona five hundred. Uh, yep, most hated man. Yeah, bro, you gotta let these things go. I can't, bro. I'm, I'm, I'm a rookie. You gotta I'm, let it go. Uh, one day, one day. Tomorrow. You know, Dale or uh, Kyle Busch wrecked Dale Jr. one time, Ooh. and the entire fan base hated him for a decade. <laughs> I think a lot of the fan base still hates him for that. Facts. <laughs> to be honest. All right, so uh, moving on. This is so that was the end of our about it, not about it section. So now we're moving on to our Kuzman question of the week, and this week we have a special because it's the Kuzman slash Grandma question of the week. <laughs> we have a question from Mr. Ryan Kuzman, and we have a question from Good Old Grandma. Uh, so Ryan's question for us, uh, he submitted it. Uh, I think he sent it on Twitter. Did he? Or yeah. just Okay, sent it on Twitter. Uh, Ryan Kuzman, uh, like I said, uh, shout out to you again. And I'd like to say I'd like to issue a formal apology for assuming that you were too little <laughs> to have a drink. I apologize. That, he's older than, he's almost bad. older than you. I just say he's, he is. I was like, my bad, bro. Uh, so, uh, hey, if we hang out, I'll buy you a drink just to make it up for you. Um, so, this one's for Kuzman. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. All right. So... Uh, uh, his question is, if you could go back and be at any race in NASCAR's history, what would it be? Personally, mine would be the inaugural Brickyard race. Hmm. Who do we want to go first? Matt. Ooh, I would like to see the first truck race at Daytona, just because that was wild. You going to sit down there by the fence? No. <laughs> <laughs> knowing what I know now? No. Have Not you seen knowing that? what I know I now? I need a breakdown. Yes. Uh, so, uh, two. 2000, right? I want to say it was 2000, 2000. yeah. Uh, incredible race. But they thought the trucks had enough drag. They're like, ah, they don't need restrictor plates. <laughs> that was a mistake. Bro. They were flying? They were so fast, and there was a huge wreck, and they ripped down about 200 feet. Who was the, the one who had... In the, uh... By the front of the grandstands. Just just past the flag stand. Oh wasn't it I'll like, show you the video. Wasn't it's it Paul Tracy horrific. who had the accident? or Who had Greg, the accident? Jeff Bodine. Jeff Bodine. I'll show you the video. You're like, nah, he's dead. He's 100% dead. And then insane. <laughs> Absolutely yeah. insane. He flips a whole bunch, gets hit by another truck doing like 100 miles an hour, flips oh more, God. and the truck comes to rest upside down, and you just see him with his hands just like this laying on the <clears> asphalt. So Unconscious uh, or like? Oh, unconscious. Oh, my God. So uh, he, my first he, uh, NASCAR race I went to was a truck race, so that's why the truck series has a special place in my heart. So, yeah, I'd like to see the first truck race. There yeah, was actually the, two flips during that race. Bro, was, that was a wild race. I rewatched that race. It was like once four. A year. It was the 2000 uh, race, by the way. Yeah. I was just verifying it. So, uh, Jake, what about you? I've gone so me and my dad talked about this once Kuzma said the question because my dad being an old fan and we can we kind of got down to three uh when Dale Earnhardt wrecked Terry Labonte mm. uh, and won the Bristol night race even though he told me it was a little hard to leave that night because they were in <laughs> Earnhardt gear they had to take their shirts off <laughs> was it oh was it it was that bad it was bad really oh wa- watch the video it's a hundred seventy thousand dollars hundred seventy thousand people booing very loudly. He was playing the video right before. Uh, yeah, we I, saw, I saw that part. Oh, yeah. I just didn't realize it was that it hard for relief. It was mm. not a good day to be an Earnhardt fan. Mm. <clears throat> that was before he was like loved. That was kind of like the turning point to where mm. things started to change. But nobody liked that move. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, that one, um, the nineteen ninety eight Daytona five hundred, where Dale Senior wins. Right, there's a theme here. Right, 
And then uh, the other one was Dale Sr.'s last win at Talladega when he goes from like 17 to first in like four laps. And I think we landed on the Talladega one because that was nobody's nobody's done anything like that before or since. That was the most incredible thing ever. Yeah. So probably Talladega 19 or 2000 Talladega. Okay. So I'll go next. Give you Lewis a little time to think about something. <laughs> Google. I don't know. Lewis will uh, be like. Talladega 2023. <laughs> <laughs> no, just wait for yeah. it. Yeah. So for me, I'm going to be honest. I, I was struggling to think of one. The one that came to mind first was probably uh, Chase Elliott's first win at uh, Watkins Glen. Hmm. I don't know why, but there was something super cool to me about remember watching that, seeing Jimmy push him to the finish line because he runs, out, he of runs gas. out of gas. So I don't know what about that that I just – I don't know. It was a really cool, like, passing of the torch moment, I felt like. Yeah. You know, and I don't know. I just well, feel like. What was fun about cool. that is we had all rooted for him for, like, two years, maybe three years at yeah. that point, and he finally got a win. We were all together Dude, watching it. We, it I remember cool. we were watching it. That was one of the most stressful moments where we were all just screaming at the TV for, like, the last two or three laps. And I remember because I don't think anyone had picked him in our fantasy league. No. Nobody cared at that point. Everybody was cheering, like, man, finally, can, is he going to get his first win? And, you know, super cool, run, plays the strategy game, runs out of gas, you know, right at the end, basically can't even make it all the way back to the start-finish line. Jimmy Johnson, who was much farther back in, in the race, comes up from behind him, sees that he's run out of gas, and he's like, I got to help my boy out, pushes him all the way to the start-finish line so he could, you know, get to the uh, the start-finish line, get the flag, and celebrate with his crew. So that was super cool, uh, being able to see that. So that's probably the one that I can think of, just because that's the only one I can really think of where I really had, like, a an emotional moment in the in watching it. Um, and I'm not even a huge Chase Elliott fan, but there was just something really cool about it being Jimmy, pushing Elliott, I don't know, something to it. So yeah, that, the passing of the torch is yeah. perfect, is the best way to describe that's, it. That's that's really what it felt, felt like. Yeah. That's what it felt like. So that was, was kind of cool. like right when his wins were kind of going down and yep. Chase Elliott exploded. That was the moment Chase Elliott yeah. exploded. All right, Lewis, what do you think? Uh since I recently watched the Richard Petty uh documentary, I'm gonna go that route. And I'm going to say the race where he won the 500 and the president was there. Mm. I think mm. that that would have been cool because you could see in the middle of the race the the president landing the plane in the yeah. background. It was a July race. Was it the July race? It was a July race. It used to run in the daytime. That's what's got you messed that, up. That's what it is. It used to be on July 4th day. Okay. And oh, they ran it during right. the day. And the At president like came. Noon, I think that was really cool. Yeah. It started like noon mm -hmm. back in the mm -hmm. day. Yeah, no, uh, do you see where he tells the story that they won the race and they all go down in a big tent and he got to sit next to the president eating KFC? Oh, no. Yeah. That's hilarious. <laughs> so he wants to be in that tent. That's good. That was that was his 200, 200th win, too. That was his last win. Finger licking good. <laughs> <laughs> I want to change mine. You do? Yeah. Okay. You already have three, so. Yeah. No, no, no. no. This, is, this is the one. Go for it. 2014 Daytona 500 when Junior won. Cause I was at that race, man, and I want to relive that again. Cause it was the most incredible. Was that the one thing. with Austin Dillon hit the fence? No, no, no. That was the next year in July. <laughs> I, I don't ever want to see that again. That was horrible. That was that was terrifying. That was the worst sound I've ever heard in my life. Yeah, the shredding of the yeah, metal from the that fence. Was awful. I I found like old video clips from I think 2014 when I went to the Coke race with you. Yeah. And I'm like looking at it. I'm like, oh look, I'm filming it at the fence, and I'm like, wow. That looking back on it now, I'm like, I could have died. Yeah, <laughs> standing yeah, right crazy, there, man. like it was wild. Because in my video, it's really funny. You can see like the first row. There's like this family, and they got like this little stroller with like their kids there. And I'm just like, 
oh man, how did no one ever think this was a bad idea? <laughs> like, especially after the Greg Biffle crash, right? But no, the 2014, like the emotions on that. What's really funny is uh, my wife now, Lindsay. We mm-hmm. were only dating for about three months at that time, and I took her. And when Junior won, I mean, Junior was in a. It was a dark time to be a yeah. Junior fan. He hadn't won in a long time, and it was not looking good. And then he won, and that whole season was like a game changer. But I was a hot mess. I freaking lost my mind. <laughs> and we were we were like two rows up. I jumped over the front row and ran to the fence and was over top of the 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 flag person, the flagman, while they handed the flag to him in the car. And I have like photos of me standing like right oh, there. Cool. Oh, that's cool. So like the whole emotion of that whole thing. Yeah, that was the most incredible. Was I here crying in front of his girlfriend? Oh yeah, yeah, bro. She's like, this guy's a freaking weirdo. It gets even better. She still says that. I, yeah, but yeah, this I knew she was a real one because I told her like when we went, like, hey, make sure you bring extra change of clothes. It might rain, whatever. So we get there. The race runs. I don't know, 30, 30 laps maybe. Pours down rain for eight hours. Florida. And we yeah. stay. We sat in my old Mustang in the rain for six, seven hours until it almost ran out of gas because we were sitting in the AC because it's hot. Yeah. Florida, and then uh, you know she said we watched the whole race and got home at like two o'clock in the morning. <laughs> wow, that's a trooper. Yeah. yeah, that's how I knew she was the one. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. That but was I the thought moment. it was over. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Uh, all right, so moving on to uh, Grandma's question. So Grandma sent us a question. Hey, Grandma, thanks for listening. We appreciate you. Uh, so her question is uh, that she's learning more about NASCAR and she wanted to know when the first NASCAR race was, where it was, and who won it. So, All Jake, right. you got that pulled up I got for it us, pulled right? up. This is NASCARhall.com. NASCAR made it official on February 15, 1948, when it ran its first sanctioned points race. Any guesses? Daytona? The Sands? The beaches of Daytona. Yeah. Yep. That's where Doc Hudson wrecked. Yeah. <laughs> I was <laughs> waiting for somebody to catch that. But yeah, that was uh, that was the first race, and we we went uh, this year uh, in February. We went down to the hotel. And oh, the stream, and, streamline, or yeah, and we stood called? stood in the room where they signed the documents and formed NASCAR, which was pretty wow. cool. Who won the race? Hold on, that's what I thought. Yeah, it was uh, Red Byron. Oh, classic! <laughs> Dang, there you go. So William right. Byron's great great grandfather. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> By assumption. <laughs> yeah, no stats. I, in that. I mean, considering, I mean, how many other people do you know with the last name of Byron? I would have believed it. I know two people, <laughs> William and Red. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Uh, so yeah, so that's that was the first official race. Obviously, there was probably races before that, what before NASCAR became official. But man, NASCAR's been around for a little while, seventy-five years now. So they must be doing something right. Yeah, thanks. I don't know. I don't know what it is. They race cars. <laughs> you want to? Want me to tell you? For this is for Lewis. The most race car driver name you've ever heard in your life. You say Dick Trickle. <laughs> I'm ready. Red Farmer. Oh, that's a fire gamer tag, too. <laughs> yeah, for Farm Simulator? Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, man. No, the, dude, some of the classic like NASCAR drivers' names are the best. Oh, yeah. Like, Fireball, Fireball Roberts. Yeah. Like, and how they had nicknames with their names. Like, yeah. oh, I love it. I, yeah. I, something, that's something I wish we would get back to, just a little more personality in the sport. I wish William Byron would go by Bill Byron. That's oh, such right. a... Or Chase go by Clyde. His real name is oh, Clyde. Gosh. Oh, Clyde Elliott. I did not know that. Yeah. yeah. Clyde. I think he's Clyde William Elliott, right? Because I, I think his middle name I'm is... A, I'm going to be honest. I'm not about that. You're not about that Clyde? No. 
Oh, I'm on that bandwagon. Good for you. <laughs> like, no, no, I'm not about it. Um, yeah, so uh, thank you guys for submitting your questions. Thank you, Kuzman and Grandma. We appreciate you guys. Um, if you guys have one of your questions that you want to see us answer on the show, we don't, obviously, as you can see, we don't have to do just one. We can do multiple if we can fit it in. So send it out on Twitter. Uh, we will definitely respond to you. We love talking to people and getting uh, getting people on the talking about NASCAR. We love it. So, all right, so moving on to our next race recap. Our next race, we're going to Kansas. Kansas. Whoa. Man, everyone was, sounded uh, real excited about who's that. Who's got 2311 in their picks for next year? Me. Or for next week? <laughs> Does everybody? Yeah. <laughs> Toyotas are usually nasty at Kansas. Yeah, usually. It's like well, uh, Big Richmond. Kurt Busch won in the spring, right? And then Bubba won in the fall? With the same car, yeah. <laughs> right, yeah. All right, so I got Tyler Reddick. Forget about the 23 car. Forty-five <laughs> <laughs> is lucky. Not the mm-hmm. not the fifty-four Lewis. The forty-five. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay. I know it's confusing because they look the cars look the same. Literally. I mean, I you should probably pick. I felt so both co- black monster cars just so you're saying. But hear me, I felt so <laughs> confident while I was saying. I was like, you know what? This is gonna be. I was debating. I was like, am I just gonna let him? No, nah, nah, don't it? let it slide. I think we all were. We're all just like, do we just let him go with nope, it? Nope. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, going to Kansas. Uh, anything specifically that we're looking forward to? Anything other than Toyota's probably being pretty strong there? We've we've had what's our we've had Las Vegas as a traditional mile and a half. Is that the only one so far? Auto Club. It's a two mile. But Phoenix. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> that's Listen, a no, one. That's a one mile. No, it's an intermediate. It short intermediate. Track? It's a one mile intermediate. <laughs> it's a one mile intermediate. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I um, think- just like Dover is a the short racing, track. The racing was spectacular last year. So it was. It'll be really interesting to see um, after a year. You know, this 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 Auto Club and or Las Vegas were like the three big races that are going to be the real benchmark of is the car I think is the you parody could, there. You could throw it, Charlotte in there probably too. Yeah, well, we're just not there yet. But yeah, yes, but I, that's yeah, one. yeah. If Charlotte stinks. I'm going to be so sad. Yeah. That race was so good last year. It's a long year. race for it to be bad. That's true. <laughs> yeah, well, we've seen some not good ones. <laughs> at, at Charlotte or just long races? At Charlotte, races? at the 600. Mm. There's been some that, remember that Martin Truex one? <sighs> Domination. Domination. Yeah. For yeah. 600 laps? Bro. He led like 392 out of 400 laps. He yeah. only lost the lead during green flag pit stops. That's, that's it a got right. yeah. disgusting. It was wow. It was quite possibly one of the most boring races because he just the whole time he was up there yeah <laughs> wow no he couldn't be touched that yeah. year he was he won almost every mile and a half that year he was was, was that the year he won the championship yeah yeah he that was that, that was, was a crazy year a man. weird year because he was just dominating the whole time so okay so kansas cool we're looking forward to it we're here for speed kansas cool kansas cool yeah it's, I mean, it's my we'll first experience it's, i mean every race <laughs> this year for me is going to be a first just watching every single race so far so i'm excited to see um thank you nate part two yeah i mean i, <laughs> I thought we had somebody new this week i mean besides <laughs> us both being spanish i mean it's literally the same <laughs> right yeah so yeah so um so yeah so uh you know so lewis you're new so this is something we're gonna go off a little bit so lewis you're new into nascar so what has been the thing that has captivated you into nascar the most like drawn you into this i mean me is there's two aspects to this question because first it's the experience of going to the track 
and actually being around. Was that the first time you really got into it? That was my, my first time was the Coke 400 where it mm. rained the entire time. And I didn't <laughs> even get to watch the race in person. It was but, still a good time. But it was a great time just how welcoming everybody is and, and the experience of just learning from people. But the other part that I wish NASCAR would maybe broadcast a little bit more is like the analytics, like the little the little details that 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 maybe, you know, new fans don't understand. Like I, I'm the type of person where I like the the little nuances that the little pieces of the picture that make the big picture. Like that to me draws me in. It makes me more of a fandom to to racing and, and the strategies and and the teams and whatnot. So that's that's been both for me. Yeah, we talked about that uh, last week a little bit yep. about what, what one area that the Fox broadcast could easily get better on, and they used to be amazing at this when mm-hmm. they had Larry Mack, was the broadcast wasn't so surface level. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they got a little. They they were able to do both. They were surface level, but then they would also give you great detail as well. Yeah, anytime they would pull up, like pull up the the you know the cutaway car, and Larry Mack goes into all right. Now here's what a track bar does, and goes into his thing. And dude, that's spot on. <laughs> uh, thank you. That was pretty good. <laughs> uh, my friend Jonathan does a better impersonation of him, actually, believe it or not. Um, and uh, he, um, that's always my favorite part of the broadcast too. I'm with you. Like you know, you learn about the car. They show you it. So it's if you've never been in the sport before. You understand what they're dealing with. You understand mm-hmm. what's going on. So I, that's I'm with you. That's probably one of my favorite parts of the broadcast. Which they would do that a tad more too as well. So I got a quick question, mm-hmm. and this is a general question because I saw it. Do we need tinfoil hats? No, you don't need a tinfoil okay. hat. Do you care what karaoke song the drivers like? No, Mm-mm. but there's Why? people that do. Who I don't know. Is it hold the on, average NASCAR? Where is this coming where from? Is this coming yeah, where from? is this coming so from? So when they do the pre-race, okay. they always have some weird stat or something for the driver. They'll be like, oh, and we're going to catch up with Alex Bowman. But Alex Bowman doesn't say anything. They just have a camera on him. And then they give like his favorite food, cheeseburger, his favorite karaoke song, Sweet Caroline. Like, why are they... Why is that? Pressing? I think that's probably their attempt to try to build some Personal. personality. Let the driver build the personality. This is where NASCAR is not letting them do that. No, it's, see, because like there's it, rules listen, for rules. There's certain people like Chase Elliott where it'd be like favorite ice cream vanilla, and it was hey, just, not wrong with that. Ain't not wrong. Yeah, that's I like, my favorite. Hey man, no, but I'm now. just I'm just saying. But would you prefer rainbow sprinkles? Would you yes. prefer <laughs> no, Chase worse. Elliott to tell you that, <laughs> or for Jamie Little just to read it off? Of like a stat board. I'm gonna be honest. It's kind of I don't really care. Alex Bowman strikes me as a rainbow sprinkle me, guy. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Mm. Sorry. I, I what were y'all talking about? I, can feel that. <laughs> I just think it's a useless stat. <laughs> I I agree. I, I would I, rather I I'd rather see on the the board their stats at the track averages. Yeah. I'd rather I, what they Average normally finish. run. How yeah. many times they've ran there? How many times they like won. what you're saying? What karaoke? What ice? Whatever. That means that, that doesn't. Me. That's not. That's normal people stuff. I want to know what makes them. That's what they can. I, I want to know what makes so, them the thing that nobody else is. Okay, so if it I ain't think, vanilla ice cream, I think it's if not their you favorite could karaoke song. No, but if you could tie it into maybe the spot, the title sponsor of the race, maybe. Like for example, if uh, if there if a beef jerky sponsor sponsors the race, what's their favorite flavor of beef jerky? Hey, okay, right, now, some, okay, easy. All right. No, I think what? that's fair. No, but I mean, at least it, then it But you can't do it every time. Yeah, yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, you can't I, be yeah, like, oh, it's the Geico 500. What's your favorite insurance policy? Like, 
That's not going to make any sense. I didn't you say what policy everything. do you have on your car? <laughs> <laughs> How not, much are you insured for? Not hailstorms. I promise you that. <laughs> not enough for this race. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. No, I'm with you. It's kind just, of a. Yeah. I mean, I get weird, they're trying to get I some think kind it, of. It's super easy. They go back. Like, and this, you guys kind of made fun of me for this the other day. But, like, you know, like back in the day, if you go watch like an old race, like the driver intros was freaking epic. They had like this epic. Roman gladiator music as like they're trying to like hype this whole thing up because oh, yeah. it's serious, man. It's yeah. super dangerous, you know, and they're like hyping up like they're about to go to war. And then I think that's more applicable now than ever because there's no more driver etiquette. And they don't show no. any of it on TV anymore. No. They mm-hmm. don't show any of realistically the driver intros. They show the national anthem, they show the um the well, opening I, prayer, when I, when I, when I'm saying like the that, driver but, intros, I'm, I'm I'm talking about like the uh, the starting lineup. Like when they're going around, they're showing the starting lineup on the screen, going through the field row by row. Mm-hmm. Like it used to be like, uh, I gotta show back, go back and show you some old stuff. Well, like and they would go yeah. like, they would do like just before the race, no drivers, no nothing. This is Dale Earnhardt's car. You know, da da da. One this, and it's like this epic, and like the guy is talking. It's like it's like it's just real serious, and like it's like a lot like what Formula One does. I was gonna say if you look at. Um, like what the NFL does, like just the music when they're getting their like the pregame and stuff. Yes, like, their music is hype. That's what I'm saying. Like you know, I, I mean, it's the same song it's been for what twenty years. Yep. But it's it's it hypes you up. And not even I that long that. ago, NASCAR used to have like fuel from Metallica playing before the race, and it was like hype, man, mm-hmm. super hype. Give me fuel, give me fire. Wah, 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 nah, nah, nah. Like like the that was beautiful. Super hype, man. Like this just like that took you in. Like now, yeah. like I agree with you. It's super watered down. Yeah, and I think Vanilla, that, as you I mean, say. we were talking about it this week just to kind of I know we're getting kind of off on a tangent, but I just thought these were important things to talk about. Um, if your broadcast is gonna be vanilla, put sprinkles on it. Rainbow at that. Oh my god. <laughs> is chocolate syrup allowed on it? Turtle I'm a shell? Bush fan. <laughs> <laughs> How many wins does Brad have this year? I'll wait. We're Did talking about the future. <laughs> <laughs> We're rebuilding this, this program season. and this organization. <laughs> <laughs> We're in a rebuilding year. Are we talking about <laughs> on like NASCAR Heat? <laughs> are we talking about on NASCAR Heat or Ignition? Or are we talking about real life? I mean, he's stolen more pit crews than anything else. <laughs> <laughs> he gets the best of the best. You you're not even a Ricky Stenhouse fan. You took that like real personal. I called Jake. I was like, <laughs> dude, he's taking his pit crew. Like, what is going on? And then I asked him about the whole like, well, actually, he leases out pit crews as something that they specialize in, and blah blah blah. But then I was like, bro, like, that's just a pimp. <laughs> you know what? It's just a pimp. Pimp Keslowski. <laughs> you had to bring him back. He said, hey, you guys do good. Pimp the bread Keslowski. Oh my god. <laughs> I love it. All right, guys. So uh, anyway, uh, it was a good time. Lewis, it was great having you on the show for the for the first time finally. Man, I appreciate y'all letting me yeah, come man. in and just, you know, shoot it up with y'all. Yeah, man. Doing, doing our thing. <laughs> it is so weird to be doing this on a Monday. It is a little weird. Yeah. Like rushing from work and stuff like that coming over. Good yeah. news is we're, less, we're one day shorter to the next race. That's that true. is true. So, yep. If you guys uh, definitely check us out and follow us on Twitter. Uh, find us on Instagram. We're out there too. We're on all kinds of different social medias. Our YouTube channel is live. We do have one video. Is it? Yeah, I sent it to y'all. I know how many people watched it because I have the analytics and ain't any of y'all. I thought, I was, I thought I that was just another preview. You just sent a video and didn't say, oh, hey, by the way, it's live. Here you go. Let's go. You're just like, here's a link. Fair enough. Thank but, you. I mean, it. Mm. Better than the reel that the girls posted and said it was hilarious. And, and it was, then it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> that was bad. That was bad. <laughs> 
All right, y'all. Don't watch that reel. <laughs> <laughs> it's been fun. We'll see y'all next week at Kansas. Make sure you come around for the next one. See you guys. See you. See you. See you.